Got a question for the Money Talks experts? Call our question hotline, 855-429-9166. Or email us at drgene at hensler.com. That's D-R-G-E-N-E at hensler.com. You can also find us on most social media platforms under Hensler Group or on the web at hensler.com. Broadcasting from atop the Hensler Financial Building in the heart of Georgia's financial district, Kennesaw, Georgia, this is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon here with Josh Weedai and Shauna Theriault. And uh, we've been talking about all kinds of things, mostly market movements lately. But uh, mm-hmm. Kelly Lynn Scalise yes. is always here to tell us. Uh, we, we could say yes. she's our navigational buoy. Why don't we just do that? She, <laughs> I went of, from bossy to navigational no, I'm trying buoy. to be nice. You won't let me even be nice. I mean, you are bossy. Clearly. Clearly. Yeah. something up your sleeve. No. You know. <laughs> you don't trust me when I'm nice? I mean, I trust right. you. Well, Not when you're nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kelly Lynn. We're talking cost basis this week. Yeehaw. Wow. Uh, I know, I know. It's important, though. It really is, and I feel really bad. Um, This actually was a listener question. Paige uh, wrote in from Marietta, and she's like, can you give me a brief rundown of cost basis? I'm not looking for a full tax lesson. I'm just trying to understand enough to be able to talk to the accountant and the stockbroker. And so here is her situation. I inherited stock shares about 40-something years ago. My mom once held them in a custodian account for me. Um, I think I moved them to my own account when I was about 25, meaning I left my mom's broker. Um, Mom's broker is long gone. There's no record of the value when the stocks were bought. Um, Sure, my current custodian doesn't have record of the value when they first took custody. Uh, What do I want to do if I want to sell them? I mean, we're talking 25 years worth of growth and no iota of like what she bought them at or what she got them at. Yeah, you know, that's a, a tough situation. And I can't it, imagine she's the only one in this situation. No, and, and the thing is, it might not come up every day, but uh, quite often my research department at mm-hmm. Hensler Financial winds up in this situation probably every three months. And uh, the bad thing is, it's it's really important, as you said, to the individual Absolutely. who's dealing with it, because yeah. you have to, I mean, you if you, without cost basis, uh, just turn this into the IRS, they assume it's... 100% gain. 100%. Yeah. And it, that is not the case. So no. you alleviate some of the cost that you would spend in, in taxes by knowing your cost basis. So, so let's let's start what is cost basis? The price at which you purchased the shares. Okay. And what often happens is this is potentially a drip account. I don't think in this situation it is, but if it's a drip account, you have lots of issues. So, mm-hmm. you know, on a periodic basis, there's a lot of folks that might give a hundred dollars, whether it be monthly or quarterly, and they buy shares and, and you might wind up with, you know, two, three hundred transactions over a ten year period where you're looking to buy you know, you're looking to figure out where this particular individual owns their shares what makes it even more complicated kelly land mm-hmm. dividends and stock splits i was gonna say that's yeah and that actually you're you're gonna need a you're gonna need professional help usually to figure that out because a lot of especially if it's stuff back to the 70s or 80s uh it's really really difficult to yeah find i think Paige is looking at probably like 
mid to late 80s yeah. with some of this yeah. stuff. Yeah. So, you know, there's been a lot of splits probably in any company that's still around today mm-hmm. with uh, any sort of prominence whatsoever has probably dealt with either a, a, a share dividend or a stock split. So, you know, you're going to have to have some somebody to help you navigate this. Okay. So, uh, why? Okay. What, what do we use the cost basis for now? That's how you determine the tax consequences. So, okay. for example, if you buy a stock for $10,000 and it goes to $40,000, if you were to sell that, you have a realized gain at that point. So, her just holding those shares, mm-hmm. there's no gains on it. There's no, there could be dividends, taxes from dividends potentially. Um, I, w- I would encourage, you know, is it really worth that much? So, you know, you do try to substantiate the basis. So, try to figure course, out what yeah. it could be, you know oftentimes if you have a basis I mean only if you get audited are they gonna you know and I'm not saying to be dishonest but if you don't have it you know you try to figure out the best you can you know you had it in the 80s and then try to figure out what the price was then and maybe you can kind of do a spreadsheet honestly to back into okay so what it gets to you know with the dividends in there so some very talented mathy people (laughs) can figure (laughs) this out all right absolutely well, if you think about it, just in the case that you're talking about, Sean, mm-hmm. if you spent $10,000 and you don't get to claim that as basis, what do you apply? I mean, it's basically your uh, current marginal tax rate times the basis is what you're going to give away extra in tax, right? Well, well, really, and it really depends on your other income because capital gains are actually taxed at 15%. Or 20. Yeah, or 20 if you're, you're in the highest tax right. bracket. Um, so if you look at your other income, let's say you're in a really low income bracket, maybe you only make 20000 a year. I don't know. You know, if you if you make smaller amounts or 40000 a year, a lot of your capital gains may actually be at zero. Correct. So, you know, it really just depends what your other income is. And so, you know, if you're talking four or 5,000, even if you paid a hundred percent of that on gain, because you don't have the cost basis and you have low income, otherwise it may be at zero. So if it's going to be zero tax, then I wouldn't try to calculate (laughs) that. So asking somebody up ahead. Now, if you have a stock that's worth $60,000 and you go to sell that, well, that's Mm -hmm. a completely different story. But if it's a small amount, then I would ask a professional. You can call our office. We'll talk to you. You know, is it really worth yeah. looking yeah, at that going, and going calculating the, it? Yeah, going through the exercise. Exactly. It, it is quite a quite a process. So, but cost basis now, it just doesn't always have to do with like, you know, like my capital gains at tax time. I mean, it's not just like that one time. If you're constantly like investing in, into your, like, you know, say you're doing some active trading, that like that makes you've got different tax lots yes. for your your shares, correct? Right. Absolutely. And that would make and that cost basis would also come into play when you're trying to decide, like, oh, I want to I want to trim my apple, <clears throat> you know? Yes, because you have to know which lot you're trimming. Right. That so that that's also important, and that would be right. something like your, I mean, that's something that you guys would track, right? Yes. Okay. If, if, yes, absolutely. We track costs. So that's like some, lot. something you would do for clients. And exactly. Yeah, so exactly. Where most of this comes in is mm-hmm. like um, I forget when it was, but um, the IRS said that your broker actually has to keep a track, keep track of. Mm-hmm. Uh, your cost basis, but for long periods of time, that was not the case. Yeah, so, you it's know. considered covered versus non-covered. So covered was about nine years ago, depending on the type of security. Sure. And then non-covered is anything before that, right. which in the case of the caller, yes. then that would be non-covered. 
so yeah, yeah so like, you're going back to the mid 80s you're probably going to have some of these um and, and you know we talk about dollar cost averaging or as i mentioned the mm-hmm. drip plan uh if you did that for a long period of time first of all congratulations it's what we'd like to see folks do uh you know you can buy you can buy especially in a volatile market you often get a lower cost basis than the average of the cost over that period of time uh there's a mathematical reason why you dollar cost average generally um but in reality it could have created the mess that you're you're describing Mm -hmm. right now so um you know it's not uncommon to have that. So now, how do does do stock splits affect? You Absolutely, know, that yeah. also affects your cost. Sure. Basis. So okay. uh, you know, a stock split. A lot of folks. There's there's a lot of misunderstanding around stock splits in general. That's a whole other show. <laughs> Absolutely. But the thing is, uh, when you have a cost basis of twenty dollars and you have a two for one split, what does that do to your cost basis? Now you have twice as many shares. Yeah. At half the cost. Okay. And it splits your basis based on the, the factor of the split. And it's easy to remember, to your point, in, in your example, if you paid $20,000 for these shares, and now they split two for one, if you go from 100 shares that you paid $20,000, and now you have 200 shares that you paid $20,000, you would simply just divide you know, the 20000 right. by 200 to get the new cost basis. Mm-hmm. Right. So what you paid for it is never going to change. Right. right. It's just the price per share would adjust. Okay. Right. And so that would make difference. You know, make a difference when you sell it. You know, right. Correct. Right. You're selling something for you know, less cost basis. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah, to, to Shauna's point, basically, mm-hmm. it's easier to figure it out when you look at the total amount that you spent initially instead of the per share price yes the per share price changes but the Mm -hmm. total amount does not now what happens if you inherit something like if you you're inheriting some stock like what what happens to the cost basis on that generally it gets stepped up to the decedent's date of death okay um so you know if you inherit stock from a parent or something and it's not always but most of the time when you inherit a stock it gets stepped up to the date they passed away so you know, some individuals, if they don't have cost basis, mm-hmm. they use those shares to give to charity because it doesn't matter. You don't have to sell it there to give shares go. to charity. Yeah, that's the strategy. Or you hold them to your pass, and then your heirs will get a step up. So you know, if you're in an older generation, potentially some some older generations hold on to stocks to potentially get the step up or do the gift to charity, and then you don't have to sell the stock. It has to go directly from the account to the charity, but then you don't have to sell the stock. You don't need to know the cost basis and the charity doesn't pay taxes. Oh, it's, that's a really good deal for a charity. Alrighty. All yeah, right. no doubt. Well, it's also a good deal for somebody who doesn't want to go back and figure out the cost basis. Uh, <laughs> it's the lazy way out. I mean, you don't get to keep the money, be. but you yeah. know. If you're a charitable person anyway, and you might have been looking to give to a, a good cause, yeah. uh, make, it resolves the I issue. D- I, sure. You know, we don't know enough about Paige, but I'm guessing sure. that she just wants to sell her shares and get some money. Get I money. hear you. Well, if you have a problem like that, you can always give us a call. The number is 770-429. 9166 Hensler Financial. You can ask for Josh Weedi. He's over here actually doing math right now for right. Paige. Yeah, I know he was wall. very good vocal during yeah. that segment. On the historical data on the, uh, the stock over here. You can't see him, but he's sheet. furiously right. scribbling all these numbers. So. Yeah, on the wall with a crayon. I mean, he's he's the child in the room. Sorry, Josh. That's all right. Uh, I understand. Yeah. All right. So uh, you can ask for Josh or you can ask for Shauna Theriault. Either one of them would be able to help you with this issue. Kelly Lynn loves cost basis too. 
I do too. I, I found it very interesting. Like I, I, I went, I did the research on it. You know, I talked to her, I talked to the listener and it was, I was like, this is, this is good information. I think people need to know this. So. Yeah, no, I think it's a good topic. All right. Coming up next, we've got our listener questions. I've got one from another listener who I talked to actually today. Uh, so I'm going to throw you a, a curveball here talking about Bank of America. How about that? All right. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.